Do you remember the future? You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Are we back? Future. I gotta check this out, Doc. Look what happened oh. to your son. <laughs> He's a complete wimp. Don't talk to anyone. You've been looking, Bob. Hey, look. Don't touch anything. I need to borrow your hoverboard. And try not to look at anything. I didn't invent the time machine to win at gambling. I can't lose. I invented a time machine to travel through time. Hey, Doc, I'm all for that. What's wrong with making a few bucks on the side? Now, the time continuum has been disrupted, creating an alternate 1985. There have been a few changes. It's like we're in hell or something. No, it's Hill Valley, although I can't imagine hell being much worse. But they'll all be back. Eat less! Biff? Hello? Hello, anybody home? Why they can't be you? You're so big. Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd. Michael J. Fox. More like a couple of teenagers, you know? And Michael J. Fox. Mom, is that you? Steven Spielberg presents a Robert Zemeckis film, Back to the Future. Gotta get back in time. Part 2. Coming November 22nd to theaters everywhere. Turn yourself over to the ranch handies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best line of the podcast. <laughs> Don't take fame. Don't need no credit card. Right this podcast engage <laughs> okay here we go all equipped hey it's us we're back we're back we have headsets on and, and feel, uh, we feel like a couple of dorks now yeah it's nice though no it is nice and we got uh whatever you call these things microphone uh, covers yeah wind uh wind covers yeah so we don't pop our peas right into the microphone ah uh, it looks i mean i'm yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, 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 sound effects. And we have a soundboard. <laughs> it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big hit. We're taking this show, the production value way, way up. Yep. Good for us. Good for us. We've we've made how many episodes now? Fifty. This is fifty-two. I think so. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. So yeah, we had to. Uh, is that why? Trying to make things a little better. Microphone covers make you not pop your peas. Supposedly. Oh. All right. Cool. Big, big, uh, big bump in the audio quality. I'm sure. Yep. Well, what happens really is we just go we do the no sleep podcast at AJ's, and he has a bunch of really nice equipment. And we're like, oh yeah, 
maybe we should do a little bit more. <laughs> yes. Just a couple of yes. stage mics. <laughs> uh, what well, This podcast is called uh, Let's Ruin Our Childhood. That it is. <laughs> Whoa, oh man. <laughs> um, you knew that, though, because you clicked on it. I'm Tom McGrain. I'm Alex Carter. And here we are, about to about to ruin another classic. Yeah, I want I wanted to really play a or do a watch a a real a real deep cut. That's a real like beloved movie. That we did. Back to the Future Part Two. It's our first uh, go to sequel where yep. we skipped the first one. Yeah, I thought about maybe doing the first one, but. I've seen it so many times, same, including recently, and I haven't seen the sequel in a long time. No, well, I have. I've seen it fairly recently. It was on HBO or something. Oh, really? I watched a, a lot of it. I feel like the third one is on often on just like regular cable. Yeah, I think they all kind of are. They're on a lot. I just feel like I see Doc and the Train a lot. Yeah, that's but kind they of probably true. all are. Are we big enough on the screen? Like we, I, the way I hear us sounds yep. real good. Yeah, okay. our normal talking, our normal speaking voices are like that. That's only when we laugh. Ha ha ha! Hey, ah uh-huh. All right, Maroon. <laughs> hey, Gabagool. <laughs> Strap in, chicharrones. Because uh, here we go. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. The Back guy, in the Future 2, 1989. This movie came out 30 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember when this came out, I was very excited. I loved, loved the first one. It blew me away as a kid. Time travel movies. Oh, yeah. Oh. I loved the second one as a kid. It Oddly also blew enough, me I away. I couldn't really remember how I felt about it. I remember liking it. I wanted more of it to be in the future. I remember that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a definitive memory of being like, oh, I really love that, or oh, I didn't. I think I, I must have just uh, sort of liked it. I don't know. Also, the distant future of Back to the Future is uh, 2015. I know. Now, when you watch <laughs> Back to the Future, the entirety of the movie takes place in the past. Yep. And that's pretty weird. It sure is. That, that came out in 85. Well, the. The original. Yeah. And the events took place in 55 and 85. This one, this one is all over the place. This one came out in 89, takes place in 2015, 85, and 55. Right. And it's a, if you really delve into the time travel aspect of it, it's got some probs. (laughs) Yeah, but all time travel movies do because there's no... Like fail safe logical way to explain space the space time continuum, but they really, I mean, they're all over. I forgot. I f- I forgot really most of the details of this movie. I remembered it as I saw it. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I didn't even know this is how the story worked. I, it's also I really funny. Have not seen it in so long. In this movie, how much of the original movie they recreate i know like a lot it's like a lot a lot like a quarter of the movie is just shots from the last movie that they recreated. but they add but then marty mcfly is like in the background or doc is or like yeah it's weird uh 
Crispin Glover didn't come back for this one. <laughs> yeah. So they used a lookalike and don't show his face in any close-ups. He's a real. If you don't know about Crispin Glover, he's a really bizarre dude. He's just a he's just a weirdo, like a legit weirdo. Yes. And a great actor, but also just a weirdo. Anyways, he he didn't like the way the first Back to the Future ended with um. Their, them winning was being rich. Yeah, and he didn't like the, like the capital the capitalism yeah. aspect or the. I don't know. He wanted them just to be like happy with like with just love. Or yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So he refused to do the second one because yeah. of that. And then the first movie was a huge hit. What else was Crispin Glover in at that time that was a huge hit? Um, Anything? That's what I'm saying. Uh, he played, I don't know, when the Doors movie came out, he played Andy Warhol in that. Oh, that was like uh, 19. Yeah, it was later than this. Two. Yeah. I don't know. What else from this time era was Crispin Glover even in? I, yeah, I have what, no I idea. Don't know, but he, so he turned down Back to the Future 2 because of like a philosophical difference on how the movie ended. Yeah. Which still wasn't even like, it wasn't like a an immoral ending. or No, like, the dad became a successful author. Yeah. Very strange. But, you know. Um, we're about to get hit by a polar vortex in the DSM. It's going to get cold as shit. You guys, hopefully, you cheat your own. are all bundled up listening to this podcast somewhere warm. <laughs> yes. Because we're about to get slam dunked on by wintertime. I went and bought some real deal gloves today. What are you going to do with those now? What am I going to do with what? <laughs> those gloves. What do you mean? Wear them just tomorrow when it's really cold. Yeah. Tomorrow and Wednesday. But I probably won't have to work on Wednesday because it's going to be so cold. I think they're going to shut the whole goddamn city down. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be cold. Like, be careful. Your nose can fall off. <laughs> <laughs> don't go Don't go take a jogger on the block. Your nose and ear earlobes could just snap clean off. Yes, exactly. What the fuck do you think is going on in Canada right now? I don't know. Like, they're just dead, right? <laughs> yeah, Canada's gone. Like Canada's like, okay, we're locking up shop. Uh, come check on us in a month. <laughs> eh? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No one is le- like everyone is just like uh, on a national lockdown in their homes with big piles of food and stuff. <laughs> come check us in like mid February. Yeah. Because if it's negative, going to be ne- you know the high temperature is going to be ten below zero here. Yeah. In the Midwest. I'm sure Minnesota has got to be terrible, but then in Canada, it's just got to be Minnesota. Some sort of like they're going to get actual temperatures of minus thirty in Minneapolis. Ah, oh, that's a real, actual temperature, that dude. Is a real kick in the dick. That's hard to even fathom. It hurts to breathe when it gets that. And cold. it's supposed to be super windy too. Oh, cool. So they'll have they're going to have wind chills in like the negative fifties. Do you see that our dickhead pres- president just tweeted about this? And it's like, oh, global warming. Yeah, he did it again. Yeah. He's like, oh, we need some glo- some of that global warming to come back, huh? You idiots! Oh God, he doesn't. I don't know what's gonna happen, but it seems like it's, he is. He really he's fucking Teflon Don, though, for sure, dude. Well, for the next few days, maybe, but know. probably not for long after that. It doesn't seem to matter. He does so much shit that it's like one thing after the next and we're all just like oh yeah he, this shit's crazy what are you gonna do <laughs> yes uh nothing <laughs> yeah we're just gonna die in a block of ice <laughs> christ almighty 
But that Ooh, happens, and you see, like, on Saturday, it's going to be, like, 40 degrees. Oh, yeah, it's going to be nice again, right? Yeah. Back to normal. Shit. Not back to above normal. That's how weather works now. There's extremes. It's craziness. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> and great oldies. Well, I feel like I can, wearing these headphones, I'm like... Hear my mouth. Yes. No, no, no. Should we get into it? Yes, let's. Okay. I'm a little. I'm pretty tired. I uh, had a kooky evening at uh, the Sunday sermon yesterday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What a show! Truly, it was a great time. It was craziness. It was craziness. Sunday sermon is run by Jack Lewis. If you live in the Des Moines area, you should keep an eye on it and go to it when you can. They converted a Christian high school into a. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. They got to use the auditorium for a debaucherous show, and apparently they're gonna. There's gonna be a boutique hotel in there, and like a brewery. 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 Oh man! All inside of an old elementary school. Christian high school. Christian high school. Yes. Pretty fucking weird. That's why that school is so nice. It was a Christian high school. Well, it made me wonder when they added, how long has that school not been closed? How long has that school been closed? Yeah, I don't know. Like, did they add that stuff recent, like, for the what's coming? Or was that what was there? I have no idea. I don't know either. I wasn't sure last night, but that auditorium was nice as shit. It was huge. It was, it was really nice. Yes. It was weird. The bathrooms were really nice. Yeah. It was all pretty damn nice. Christian high school. Yep. But all that stuff seemed really new, too. It's like, so they put all this. It seemed like a brand new. They put all this new shit in and then closed the school. Well. Because Des Moines Christian now is way out in Urbandale. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, Back to the Future Part 2. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, it's Saturday, October 26, 1985. Mm-hmm. Marty has just returned from the past. This is the f- end scene of Back to the Future. Yes. The end of the movie. It is. And they get right yeah, the, into the it. The movie starts, it picks up... Right where the final Back scene the left of off. Back to the Future one. Yeah, Marty's hanging out with uh, Elizabeth Shue, who replaced the original Jennifer. Yes. Um, and they're gonna hang out. He's like, "Oh man, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever." And she's like, "Marty, you're acting like you haven't seen me." It's like, "Oh yeah," it's like I haven't. Uh. <laughs> 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 and. Uh, the they're they're chilling, and then Doc pulls up. There's a blast of '80s blue lightning. Yep. Doc rolls up, and in the flying DeLorean. Yep. He's like Marty. We have to go back, back to the future. He's like Doc. We just got back. Like yeah, you did. Uh, and he's like, what? Am I like an asshole or something? He's like, no, Marty. It's your kids. And I was like, it's his kids. Here's how you solve 
the problem. Tell 1985 Marty that your kid's going to do some real dumb shit in 2015 and make him not do it. Right. Just take note. You could. Uh, See, I, so now the now. Right. Take the Bill and Ted route and be like, hey, Marty, just remember this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember this. <laughs> That's you exactly know, right. At the end of this movie, I sent you a letter from 70 years earlier. Right. So maybe we could just do some of that shit and avoid risk, all this nonsense. risking the universe paradox where right. the whole universe gets destroyed because uh, uh, Jennifer uh, sees herself in the right. future. <laughs> yeah, just make a little note. Note to self, 1985, 2015, don't let your son be an asshole. Yeah, be a better parent and uh, get over people calling you a fucking chicken, you goddamn weirdo. <laughs> no kidding. You fucking psychopath. Um, and then the classic line. Hmm, we got to go back to the future. It's like, Doc, there's not enough road. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah. Yep. They fly away. That's the end of Back to the Future. Yep. But we've just seen it again. We and have. Now, cut to, they're, they are in the future. They're flying through the air. Because it's the future and there's flying cars. Yeah, because it's, it's 2015. 2015. <laughs> you know what I like to call call uh, flying cars? What? Uh, planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're, uh, that's just because you can drive it around doesn't make it not a plane. Right. <laughs> or a drone or a fucking helicopter or whatever. It's like it's maybe true. they should call them driving planes. Well, they kind of make them like that in this movie. Yeah. Where, like they'll retrofit your old car into being a hover car or whatever. Yeah. Hover in the eighties, we were obsessed with hovering, hoverboards. Oh, dude. Hovercraft. Do you remember Scholastic News Weekly? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you'd get it, and like every other one, they're like flying cars coming soon, kids. And we were like, "Fuck yeah!" Yes. <laughs> yes. In the back of Boy's Life, he could send away five dollars for the plans yep. to make a hovercraft out of a vacuum cleaner. Yep, deja vu. Yeah, no kidding. I want to make that fucking thing so bad. When I was a kid, I'm like, oh man, hover to school? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd be unstoppable. Hovercraft. Yeah, but it has to be plugged in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, man, this hovercraft is super fun. For eight feet. <laughs> and it's probably so loud you can't. I mean, it's, a, it's a vacuum cleaner engine. Yeah. yeah. No, wow. my kid I worked with made one out of a leaf blower. We discussed all of this on a different podcast yesterday. <laughs> I don't think we recorded that when we were talking. Oh, about we it. didn't? I don't think so. Well, yeah, a kid I worked with actually made a hovercraft out of a tarp and a piece of plywood. <laughs> Whoa, that is weird. I'm just trying to shock Toll with sound effects. <laughs> the production value really did go up on this. I know. Man, oh man. So yeah, that this movie, it begins abruptly. Like, end of movie one, repeat the first five minutes, or the last five minutes in the first five minutes. And they're in the fucking and then future. Off to the races yeah. immediately. Yeah. Shit is going down. Yeah. And they almost crash when they get, you know, they like end up in the middle of a freeway. Here's another problem I have with time travel movies. <laughs> 
is that if you travel in time, yes, you're coming out in the same spot you were in. Right. But the earth is constantly moving and revolving around the sun. So you just come out in like the middle of fucking space, in the middle of the solar system, unless you were like, right, had the coordinates. And you see what I'm saying? Yes, and also you wouldn't end up, you wouldn't come out in the same spot you left. You would come out wherever the Earth was at the time, and you would be in the middle of space, right? Because there are different points. Yes, but even if let's say they the the, the man, Doc worked that worked, worked yeah, that out, uh, yeah. yeah. Still, you don't know where you're jumping into into the future. There could be a construction site up. Uh, there could be a fucking or daycare. A, or a, <laughs> yes, <laughs> a yes, daycare. Yes. <laughs> you don't fucking know. <laughs> that would be a pretty sad uh, plot point of uh, the movie if it, the DeLorean went flying through. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Marty, Take I killed care. twenty kids. We have to go back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doc, all these dead kids are pretty heavy. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's trying to get them all in the trunk. It's a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're there because uh, we're, we're about to meet Griff, and we're about to meet Marty McFly Jr. Marty McFly Jr., is going to go to jail, go to prison for 15 years because he agreed to do something with Griff. Something bad. Griff Tannen, who, un, you know, it's kind of a crazy thing in these Back to the Future movies is that once you get past the original parents, there's only one set of parents that doesn't look that doesn't have Michael J. Fox in it. And that's his dad, who is Crispin Glover. (laughs) 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 Who somehow made Michael J. Fox. That's a good point. Yep. That is a good point. Even his sister, we we see, or no, his daughter, is fucking Michael J. Fox. Yes. I was was like, why? Yeah. That is a weird choice to make. Doesn't, yeah, why not, why not take Michael J. Fox and... Put a nose on him and uh, and a wig. Yeah. You know, just change him a little bit. Does it have Apparently to be? Apparently, they ex- changed his eye color for his son. Whatever. Yeah. And also, his son. I guess I'm getting ahead of us, ahead of where we are. But We're, it's okay. His, his Don't son. Worry. Uh, his son talks like everyone doing an impression of Michael J. Fox. Yes. <laughs> like the wimpy like, version of him yeah, is a, like, everyone's uh, impression it's like of Dana Michael J. Carvey's- Fox. Michael oh, J. Fox. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. Hey, Sarge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, his son's gonna do something real dumb, and Michael J. Fox just happens to be the spitting image of his son. Literally, once again, they look exactly the same. So he's gonna intercept, and he's gonna tell Griff no at this '80s diner. Right. And Doc has knocked out Jennifer because if she, they're gonna, they're gonna wake her up. Yeah, because she was asking too many questions about time travel in she the was, car. She was freaking yeah. out, so Doc knocked yeah. her out. 
And boy, man, this movie loves to use the old knockout trope to get rid of people for hours at a time, (laughs) which again, never happens. No. If you get knocked unconscious, you're usually up moments later. (laughs) If you're you're knocked out for two hours, then you're in a coma. (laughs) Yes. It's a medical situation. Because they don't, you should not go to sleep if that happens. Yes. (laughs) Yes. God. (laughs) This movie, also the amount of reaching- my God, Back to the Future, get over reaching for shit. Like once, in the first one, when so you're like- The only way they could have like real tense uh, scenes in 80s movies was if you're grabbing for something that's slightly oh, out of dude. reach. In the first Back to the Future- We had no CGI back then. When they're like, oh, we finally got it plugged in. And then the fucking branch falls on it. Oh, yeah. And you're like, give me a goddamn break. Like how much tension must I have, Robert Zemeckis? Jesus Christ. And then he can't get it. Oh, can't get it. Can't get it. And then he finally gets it. It's good stuff. Yeah. I loved it. I used to watch that uh, Back to the Future 1 was one of my Home from Sick. Home from Sick? Home from Sick. (laughs) Gotta get home. (laughs) Home from Sick. Gotta get away from that sick. And uh, yeah, when I stayed home sick from school, I watched it all the time. Yeah. It was definitely a go-to, but not again. Not this one, though. No, I think I've I got over this one pretty quick. Me too. Yeah, I this uh, well. And some people will still say they like number two better. Ah, uh, those people are idiots. There's <laughs> no way, no way, no way. No that way. Jean Lajoie song says, "I like Back to the Future, but I like the second one better." Who's I'm John like, Lajoie? He's a guy that sings. Uh, Sounds like a real dickhead to me. <laughs> he plays Taco in the, the fantasy oh, football show. I love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. He is. He's a and really he writes fucking he hilarious really songs. Hmm. He played the English speaking guy in a Canadian soap opera, and then started <laughs> making music on the internet. All right, and then got a part in uh, whatever that show, The League. The League. I used yeah. to love that show. Is it that show is done? Oh yeah, it's been done. For I'm kind of surprised because people seem to love it. No, at the at its height, it it went out. They're like, okay, we're done. It's like, well, okay, everyone just got into it though. But Nick Crawl, that yeah. other the Gap Tooth guy, mm-hmm. funny dude, Paul Shear. Nick Crawl kind of drives me crazy. Jason Manzukis, he was on the league. Yeah, and he was fucking hilarious. Holy shit! I didn't Seth know Rogen he was on it too. Sometimes, Jesus he Christ. His, he Rafi was. <laughs> Jason Manzuka's character and his friend was uh, Seth Rogen was Dirty Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty funny. I watched a few of them. I didn't yeah, keep yeah. up with it. And Taco, like the aloof, mm-hmm. that's who Jean Lejoie was. Gotcha. <coughs> um, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Uh, yeah. Doc has provided Marty with some clothes, and these are all right. things that after you saw this movie when you were a kid, you're like, "Yep, here they come, self-tightening shoes, yeah, hoverboards, yep, uh, self-drying jackets, like on their way, without oh, a doubt." Yeah, people, I, I, we were all convinced hoverboards were real, yeah, or were going to be. I, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know how we got in, whipped into a hysteria over hoverboards and hover everything yeah we loved it yeah i remember seeing that in the movie and being like oh are you kidding (laughs) you watch it now and you're like 
Yeah, what? Like these, yeah. All right. All right, hoverboards. <laughs> they also essentially repeat an entire sequence from the original movie. Yes. <laughs> with yes. hoverboards instead of skateboards. And it's like, come, come on, I guys. get it. And even even old Biff, who is witnessing this, yeah, like he at this point he would be, if he's eighteen, fifty five, forty, twenty, so he's like seventy something, right? They make him too old. Everything is so exaggerated, dude. Oh, I know. Tom Wilson needs to fucking chill. <laughs> he's very intense. Oh my god! The only he's not intense as, uh. Gentle, gentle Biff. Gentle Biff who cleans cars. Loser Biff. Yeah, loser Biff yeah. is fine. Right, but man, Griff Biff. Come on, God. I know. Like he looks like he's having a fucking aneurysm at all times. I know. I was like, is this guy gonna like? <laughs> yes. Is he okay? I think it's, he's gonna pop a brain vessel <laughs> yes. just because someone didn't but, go somewhere he wanted him to go. Yeah. And who acts like like he's Biff? The character of Biff in all forms has no problem just yelling in the street. Oh yeah, and everyone's just like, "Oh, you're gonna be my wife, Lorraine." What are these days? It's like, what the fuck are you doing, who man? Talks like that. <laughs> yes. Even what are the, you doing? Even in the fifties, people yeah. would be like, "Who's this fucking maniac on the street?" <laughs> exactly. This high schooler yelling at this sixteen-year-old girl. He's a fucking chill. Yeah. I mean, he did just try and rape her, so yeah. now he's out in the streets screaming at her. Maybe <laughs> yes. someone should intervene <laughs> yeah. with this whole situation. Mm. And it gets into... Bit, Marty McFly is so deeply involved in Biff's life. Oh, yeah. That... It, yeah, it becomes really... In, in this movie, he becomes like a constant, like person that shows up throughout oh his yeah life. Like there he, was a there was a week in 1955 where marty mcfly was the bane of biff's existence right and then he just disappeared and he saw two day. versions of him for sure like he's like how did you get out of there what so, are you doing over here <laughs> so the fact and then, these people are idiots <laughs> and then the pe- the guy that he bullies Gets married and has a kid that looks exactly like the guy that drove him crazy in yep. high school. Yep. And then later in life, he shows up again. He sure does. Same guy, same age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. You must think that, I mean, he's like haunted by. This five foot tall guy is the <laughs> ruining my life. <laughs> How tall is Michael J. Fox? Oh, like five five or something. Oh, like okay. He's not a. I, I'm just, he's not a tall. I'm just man, making that but, up, but I'm yeah. pretty sure he's a short guy. Well, I know that he's a short guy. I just didn't. Is he like Danny DeVito short? No, <laughs> like freak show short. Yeah. In other words, uh, Michael J. Uh, I'm putting my money on five six. I'm Michael going J. like five four. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't even fake making him look normal size. Well, and they can do it with Tom Cruise. But as we saw in Teen Wolf, which is a great episode you should check out, he yes. can slam dunk a basketball. Oh, yeah. Only as a wolf, <laughs> though, bro. Come on. Let's see. When did Teen Wolf come out? Teen Wolf was filmed, I think, before one of these. I think it was after one, before two. Yeah. Teen Wolf, they were like, this is a this movie's a pile of garbage. And then Back to the Future came out, and they were like, wait a minute. 
Release Teen Wolf. <laughs> Release the Teen Wolf. <laughs> yes. The kids love them. So Michael J. Fox. Uh, well, Michael J. Fox is five foot four inches. Hey, I was man, exactly right. It. That's Good fucking job. awesome. No, Teen Wolf is, man, talk about bad lessons in a movie. <laughs> there are not any good lessons from Teen Wolf. No. No. <laughs> it is. Uh, no, that was yeah. one of the prime things we got uh, out of that podcast is that uh, Teen Wolf uh, does not set a good example. No, really it does not. For anyone. All right. We're flying all around. He's supposed to meet. He's So he's he's going to act like his son for some reason because this is easier than just uh, waiting till the future and being like, hey, son, if you do this thing that Griff asked you to do, you're going to spend 15 years in prison. I have a... Very good source. Right. So just man up and fucking relax. But he ruined his life later on, we find out, because somebody called him a chicken, and he got in a car accident. Right. And he's, now he's a loser. Marty, Mc, The OG Marty McFly in the future is a loser. Right. Which is a problem they don't solve. Nope. They don't even try to. No. They don't even try to. At all. He's just like he's a schlub that comes home from work. He quit his music. Wearing two ties. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of just handing a a uh, an important letter to Marty saying in nineteen in uh, twenty fifteen, make sure he's not an asshole. They're now in the year twenty fifteen saying, uh, "Don't let your kid be an asshole." Yeah. Well, and then when Doc explains it to him. He he he's too he's too much in a hurry. He's too he, to be bothered to explain it to Marty. He's just like, just tell him no. Not like, hey, he's gonna go commit a crime. He'll yeah, go and where is like, where is Doc was, going? Yeah, right. That's what I was trying to remember. What was, what was he in such he a had hurry to go for that do he couldn't? Something? Hmm. I don't remember what it was though. And then was they he just... get his Mister Fusion fixed or something? Oh, maybe. Oh yeah, because the dashboard thing is fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah I don't know. Something I don't was fucking up. Something was fucked up on the time machine, and he was gonna fix it in <laughs> 1955 yes. when it didn't exist. Yeah, uh, and they just oh, leave. He, wait, wait. Here, question. Okay. <laughs> so there could have been like, I'm surprised they didn't do this actually. Where Doc goes and like gets himself to help him, the younger version of himself in 1955. That didn't make any sense to me. That they could go and like talk to each other and like fix things together, right? They do. They don't. The whole that whole part that comes up later when Doc is like he reiterates so many times how important it is not to see yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone sees themselves. Right. For some reason, it does has no effect on. I guess OG Marty doesn't ever see new Marty. No, he does not. But Doc goes to the site where they're going. To, they're waiting for the lightning strike. Why the fuck would he go there? What purpose? Why did he ever go there? He's like, you got to avoid your, you got to avoid your past self, like it's nobody's business, Marty. Right. And then he's like, you know where I'm gonna go? The fucking clock tower, <laughs> because it's October twenty fifth, <laughs> yes. nineteen fifty five. Yes. And we know exactly what's gonna happen here tonight, and who will be here. The person I that whole timeline is weird see. because that that part is November twelfth, yes. But they go 
there in October. That's when they start. Yeah. I don't fucking Whatever. Know. Yeah. It gets real confusing there, bro. Not really. I mean, you're just... Only if you're overthinking it, which is our whole point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, there's a lot of futuriness going on. There's 80s cars flying around that have uh, been There are a lot of converted. movies in the 80s that tried to show you what the future was going to look like. Yeah. And when you watch them now, and this is a prime example of that, you get what looks like, oh, it's future 80s. Like yes. Everything looks like the the 80s. It's, it's hilarious. It's yeah. like, oh, they're so wrong. They even, although the Jaws 19 joke, ha, 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 yeah, still looks fake. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, uh, and Steven Spielberg was a producer of this film. Oh, was he? he yes. There's also a really? shitload of product placement in this. Yes. Which Pepsi they, like crazy. The, oh, yeah. The futuristic Mattel. Pepsi. Yeah. Mattel, yeah, the Mattel Nike. Yeah, yep. the Laysen yep. automatic shoes. They're making those for real now. They're coming out next year. They made a new version of the of the self-lacing shoe. And they're coming out. Awesome. I'm excited. Are you going to get them? Yep. How, I wonder how often you'll have to change the batteries in your self-lacing shoe. Uh, or they'll they, be rechargeable. They have a charging pad you set them on. That's pretty cool. I How know. much are they going to cost? They're like super fucking expensive. I bet they're like 500 bucks. They're like 300. Oh, that's not. For a self-lacing future shoe, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. They give them self-drying coats. I'll buy one of those. What kind of, uh, A self-drying clothes? Why on earth? I mean, that. What a, what a dumb thing to have. <laughs> yes. In the future, we'll have where, self-drying clothes. Where do what? they keep the fans? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're not, no matter how it works, unless there's like a heating element. But there wasn't because the air blew out all yes. over the place. <laughs> yes. So your clothes all have some sort of built-in mechanism in case, they all, yeah. in case they all get soaking wet. Come on. What is this? Some sort of movie? A fantasy comedy movie? What the fuck? Fucking bullshit. Self-drying clothes. <laughs> fuck you. Uh... <laughs> So Marty goes to this '80s uh, cafe, like a- '80s nostalgia. cafe, which is like a '50s cafe. Which I'm surprised we don't have those yet. Are there '80s cafes yet? Because there was a lot of '50s diners when we were kids. There's, I no, mean, there's no. I'm sure there is. There's not a lot of '80s diners. '50s diners were like a common thing. Yes. '80s diners, ain't none of them. No. People I mean, I'm sure there's some of them, but. I don't, you know. Yeah. Um, and all of the uh, the wait staff is TVs with Max Headroom style celebrities on them. Which was a weird choice. They also all glitch like Max Headroom? Yes, they went out of their way to make up, like Ronald Reagan was one of them. Who was the yeah, first one? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yep. So a TV screen is... But they're all like weird wear. CG versions. Yeah, and they glitch like Max Headroom. But uh, OG Marty gets there, and Biff, oh, OG Biff is there. Old Biff, old Biff or OG Biff? OG Biff is old Biff. Oh yes, yes. correct. Yeah. In my, I'm gonna say OG. Yeah, OG Biff is there, and he starts yelling. You need to have at a Marty. system to keep the track of yes. all this. And it my, gets kind of crazy yes. here pretty soon. And uh, he calls out Marty. 
And they act like they wouldn't know each other, but OG Biff is nice Biff that's been cleaning, that's been waxing cars for so many years. Right. And then he talks about what a loser Marty McFly is to Marty McFly Jr., who is actually Marty McFly. Yes, they did a switcheroo. Yeah. And he's like, you're dead. You gave it all up. Da-da-da. Like, what? Yeah, and you find out later because he got called a chicken and got in a car accident. <laughs> he he really needs to get uh, some mental mental help if getting called a chicken <laughs> has ruined his life. Yes. <laughs> yes. To a degree we're like, oh. Like debilitating. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're not going to jump on this knife? What are you? Chicken. No one calls me chicken. And then we just, and then you, you win. Marty McFly just killed himself because you called him a chicken. <laughs> what a weird thing to include in the script. It's weird to keep it up as a running like, gag. To like, he's at no point, even in this movie, he doesn't get over it. No. He was going to do something later on in the movie, and then he gets knocked out by a door, and you're like, he still was going to go for it. He even heard the story that. No, he didn't. Jennifer heard it. Because Jennifer sees that their future family is a bunch of fucking losers. Right. And sees them get fired, and they're like, oh. And old Leah Thompson is like, I think she only married him because (laughs) she felt bad for him. The -the over-the-top voices and all, like, I get it. Your voice will change with age. I understand this. I have a raspier voice than I did 10 years ago, but... I don't feel like when I'm 70, I'm going to be like, what? This is Alex Carter. Yes. I've been podcasting for like 45 years <laughs> now. Yes. yes. You ever listen to that fucking dude on NPR uh, that does the music shows on the weekend? Bob Doerr. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm Bob Doerr, blah, blah, blah. And that dude has sounded the same for 40 fucking years. No. Casey Kasem. Um, yeah. Bob Doerr. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, Marty, you know? Yeah, give me a fucking break with that shit. (laughs) It's so over the top. When you start, I mean, I realize the whole premise is over the top, but, like, having all the... Even in Back to the Future 3, his grandpa is Michael J. Fox. Right. With a really bad Irish accent. Oh, right. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm... D. McG. McFly. You're like, oh, sweet Jesus, man. Like, why? And you somehow gave birth to Crispin Glover eventually down your lineage. Right. And then it became Michael J. Fox again. (laughs) It's Michael J. Fox, some sort of. Well, the thing is, like, he's sort of an immortal guy, but he sort of makes himself that with his time travel. But then also the genetics are such that he's basically just cloning himself every other generation Mm -hmm. or so. Because is also in Back to the Future Three, is his wife Leah Thompson? Who was his wife? Maybe it's just somebody. It's not. I don't think that would be gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they decided to have <laughs> yeah. Leah Thompson be the love interest in that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll be her great great uh, grandniece. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Marone, mm-hmm. Gabagoo. <clears throat> Let's see. Back to the Future. Part three. 
Did you notice that Elijah Wood was one of the kids? I did. I'm like, yeah. wait, was that Elijah? Like, it was so it was. fast. And then I read it in the trivia, and yeah. I was like, oh, weird. As I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's him, but it was it was really kind of crazy. It's like, this game is for babies. You have to use your hands? And then Marty spun around and said, shut your fucking mouth <laughs> yes. to Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. As in a deleted scene. <laughs> that was a good one. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue is in the third one. But as Jennifer, because they still go to 85 and 55 in the third one. Oh, yeah, right. And maybe they do they go to 55, but I know they go to 85. They probably do, just because they, you know, they left something there. Yeah. They always got to go back to the 50s. Yeah. Which is the lame, that's what, I'm pretty sure as a kid, that's what disappointed me about this movie is that I, I wanted like all of it to be in the future. Yeah. And a lot more of it is in 55 and 85. I I I remember the marketing for this movie when it came out. It seemed like it was all the future. Yes. Like those were you you saw in commercials and in trailers and clips on TV, but you end up right back in fucking 1955 a lot in this movie. It's kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, it's not boring, but it's like, if you're a kid, what you wanted to see was the future More stuff. fucking hoverboards, bro. Yes. Um, and here we are, in real life, past, well past 2015. Yes. It's damn near 2020 at this point, mm-hmm. and we are nowhere near. Oh, we have hoverboards, but they're little fucking motorized pieces of shit that catch on fire. <laughs> yes. They're not even, they shouldn't but even But we also have shit that's more... That's actually more advanced than like our phones. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how it works. That like there is stuff shit that's, they just did not see coming. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Oh no, we're all banking for sure on uh, flying cars for sure, and some sort of hover device because we are obsessed with hovers, hovering things, and everyone will continue. They, to be there forever. will be flying cars, but they won't. They will be humongous drones that we don't pilot. That are. N- the only way they will legalize flying cars for everyone is that if you can't pilot it yourself. Right, yeah. It's got a it's a self driving. Yeah. Yeah, they never saw well, some movies did see this the self driving cars, but Oh, minority report, bro? Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. My minority report did a pretty fucking it was pretty spot on on a lot of stuff. Yeah, man. Oh boy, we could actually watch that movie at this point. What year did that come out? Uh, mid two thousands. Seems like if only there was some way. <laughs> what would this podcast be without IMDb? <clears throat> I want to say like two thousand five, two thousand two. Oh damn, that's much. Oh, it's weird when you think of a movie as like that's not that old. They're like, oh, no, just seventeen years old. <laughs> That is very weird. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Hmm, that, I would like to watch that movie and see. They got a lot of stuff right. That's early internet time. The phones? I mean, he's well, got, they got the glass They got phone. the thing right where uh, they figure out crime by a little wooden ball being carved and then shot down a tube. <laughs> yes. That's yes. what's happening right now. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But some of like the eye recognition and the face recognition stuff, yeah, and, yeah, and the phone he has, which is like that piece of glass, yes, and that they have that technology now, yes, they could do that, 
and that's pretty fucking crazy. <sighs> animated cereal boxes, animated newspapers. We got those now. You know? Do we? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We haven't done enough voices or characters in this. We episode. haven't. We're very. I told you, I'm very tired of that <laughs> that show. I couldn't sleep last night. It's. Uh, I'd go. I had to do run some errands after work and then watch the movie, and then do this. I was trying to hype myself up. We got this. We're not very excited right now. We got to get more fucking All right. amped. We'll get more excited. <laughs> we'll get more amped. Come on, crowd. Let us hear you. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've, uh... Oh, my goodness. Jesus, thank you. Thank you. They like us. They really like us. I think so. Uh... I've been watching The Sopranos. We keep you keep saying Marone, and I keep saying it in life. I said it to an, an older Italian fella last night, who of comedian, and I think Alex was taken aback when I go when he said something to me. And I go, "Hey, Marone." Uh, that was amazing. And then he talked about his actual connections to The Sopranos, which was pretty cool. It was, yeah. Uh yeah. Oh, The Sopranos, which yeah. is also 20 years old. Yes, premiered in 99. That is very crazy. And James Gandolfini was my age when they filmed the first season, which I look at that and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I feel I feel both better and worse. Yeah, right. Like, I, I could look like that. I don't. But I'm also the same age as James Gandolfini in the first season of The Sopranos, yes. which is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I also just, I've been really deep in The Sopranos. I don't, did I talk about this last time? I probably did. But I just got to an episode that bothered me so much that I'm like, I don't know, man. I fucking, I've been obsessed with this show and this episode yeah. was... My sweet lady got offed. <laughs> and uh yeah, I was I was pretty sad. Shocked. Fucking very shocked. Cause you think these guys have at least some moral compass. And then you're like, oh, not when it comes to that stuff, they really don't. Not so much, no. Well, not so much. Marone. <laughs> oh hey, gabagoo. Uh, the willingness that Biff has, because the, they meet up in this 80s diner. Old Biff is a dick to OG Marty. And then Griff shows up, but also new Marty shows up. So OG Marty hides. Yes. And suddenly the whole thing that he was supposed to intercept and say no... To Griff. Now old Marty is like, I don't know. I think I gotta ask my dad. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? And then he leaves. But then Marty gets up and he's like, blah blah blah. And he says, No, Biff. He pushes Biff. And he's like, What are you? Chicken? You're like, give me a 
Are you serious? And Griff is like, he has like bionic powers. Yes, Griff is also insane. And he talks like this the whole fucking time. Like, what do you Like, we're led to believe he's on like uh, space steroids or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was he's weird. got a bionic, some kind of implant in his brain also. They mentioned yeah. earlier and like, they don't, they don't really get into it, but. <laughs> no. They just mention it in passing. And they start fighting, and he calls him a chicken, and there's a repeat, essentially, of the original scene in the town square from the old Back to the Future, just with hoverboards. Right. He literally no takes, he takes a hover uh, scooter, makes it into a hoverboard, just like he did with, as a, with a yep. skateboard. Craziness ensues. The he, end. Yeah, he ends up on the water. He hangs onto a Jeep. But then he ends up on the water because now there's a pond in front of the clock tower. And one of the crony guys is like, you can't go on water if you don't have power. And they're yeah. like, what the fuck? And then Griff pulls out his power hoverboard with three ropes with coming custom off of it. custom three rope adapter. <laughs> yes. Ready, for, ready to rock with the crew. And his willingness to just... Uh, straight up murder Marty in the middle of town with a giant baseball bat yeah, for for what was the offense again? Uh, he, he left. Said he, no. le- he left the diner when he told him not to leave it. Yeah, and he called he he called Marty a chicken. He did uh, also. How many times in the Back to the Future? And now movies he just hates him. So. Does Marty is Marty like look over there? And then he knocks three people over by just running into them. Yeah, he does it to the group the group of toadies like. Four times. I know. It's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's like a go-to move in this. Also, Griff has the exact same group of toadies in 2015 that Biff had. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was those same like, guys, I think it's it? even the same actors. No, because there's a girl in his new Oh, one. yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, and they're all like bionic gang members or yeah. something. They have like, again, futuristic face paint and, <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of computery yeah and they talk and like uh, it's just it's like what are we going for here A- android biker boys <laughs> and yeah uh and their willingness to just do whatever and they also said earlier that the justice system that marty mcfly got in trouble for whatever thing griff was going to have them do and in two hours was sentenced to 15 years in prison because they got rid of lawyers in the future. Right. So the willingness to just destroy a whole neighborhood yeah, seems a little irrational. Yes, a little, ha- <laughs> a little hasty. <laughs> yes. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, wackiness ensues. Biff pulls out the, uh, the pit bull. That's powered. Tries to murder Marty with Correct. a baseball bat. Ends. I don't remember exactly how this happens, but he ends up flying through a stained glass window on the courthouse, the uh, the clock tower. Uh, he takes a swing at Marty with his baseball bat. Yeah, and he misses, which he always does, thankfully. And then, how did they end up rocketing? Ah, eh, I don't know. 
It doesn't matter. But they, they all end up flying through like the second, uh, yeah, the second level. story stained glass windows and come out perfectly unharmed. This yes. is where I, th- I said to myself, I was like, man, they, uh, the amount of self or the amount of destruction they can just do in this town is like unprecedented. Oh, and just like no get problem. away with it because they destroyed shit at the diner too. <laughs> like, like oh shit, uh, this is crazy. But they do get arrested for it, and now Griff is being sent to jail and problem solved as far as all of them are concerned. Yes. Except for Marty either has or goes on to purchase a sports almanac at an antique store. Yep. Also, the antiques in this antique store, at what point <laughs> is the antique, do you go to an antique store and you're like, oh yeah, all this 30-year-old stuff, that's what I want. Right. Specifically, like are antique stores full of stuff from the eighties now? <laughs> no, uh, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. No. I mean, they have some stuff. There's probably it, a couple things here and there, yeah. but not like you know, shit from a hundred and fifty years ago that people really want. Like yes, a, like or a, like a hundred year old, like a eighty year old dining room table, right? Some shit like that. It's not like, hey, look, a, a fucking sports almanac. <laughs> Front and center, right in the middle. <laughs> yes, Can't miss yes, it. Yes. Right next to the undrank Perrier, which is also in the oh, middle. In and, the a, window. and an old computer, too. Yes. It's an empty computer. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> how cute. Yes. Good one, guys. But he yeah. buys a sports almanac. So he's like, hey, maybe I can make a few bucks. Yep. And. And he buys it. End of movie. <laughs> that antique store was fucking stupid (laughs) is all i'm saying it was uh yeah he gets wet the self-drying jacket we already got into that uh he buys the almanac biff old og biff sees the delorean and he's like a flying delorean yeah, he's he's like noticing all this yeah. crazy shit. Somehow he's the only person that's been able to catch on yeah. to all this. Because old Biff isn't stupid, no, for some reason. Because he's been nice for a few years, <laughs> or at least pretended to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not he he's not a psychopath anymore, at least. No. And we're like, okay, problem solved because it changed. The paper changed. Now Griff is going to jail and not young Marty. Not new Marty, because uh, Griff is going to jail for wrecking the courthouse, the the uh, right the clock tower. Uh, but and they think they're in the clear, but oh shit, they're t- gonna. They found Jennifer in the alley where they apparently just left her. Yeah, the cops found her. Yeah, and because uh, she's gonna, still passed out, you know yeah, how that works. Because he zapped her with that eye thing. Because when she woke up, they were going to convince her it was all a dream. Because right. why tell why tell a girl the truth in the eighties? You yeah, know what I'm saying? She can't handle it. Yeah, just, no. Uh, this, just gaslight her and uh, hide your time machine from her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the cops are taking Jennifer home to her future home, where she is married to loser Marty, right, and has a couple of loser kids. <laughs> And they do. And then this is where Doc explains, like, it's like, Marty, oh, 
Even the way Doc, I look at, I fucking love Christopher Lloyd and his overacting. He's great in it. He really is. But he's like, Marty, if they go, the time paradox, if they see each other, they're either going to pass out or it's going to blow up the universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? What kind of logic is that? Yeah, the stakes are pretty high here. <laughs> Which one is it now? Like, yes. you're, you're, you're a, you built a time machine, so I believe what you yeah. say. So, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? He says, that second one is a worst case scenario. You're like, okay. So, they either pass out or the universe ends. And then he's like, well, it might just be the galaxy, but you're like, all right. Okay, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so they, oh, they, Marty finds out he lives in Hilldale. They take, because they have to go there to get Jennifer, because now Jennifer could end the universe by seeing her future self. Right. So Doc and Marty go there in the DeLorean. Uh, Biff has been following them. I don't know how he followed the DeLorean to Hilldale. As an old man. Yeah. I, I, whatever. That, yeah. But he, he's there, and he, he had seen the DeLorean, and he heard them talking about time travel, and he saw him, by, and he knows about the sports almanac. No, he he has the sports almanac. Somehow. Or will have. Shortly. The sports yeah, almanac the sports is in the car. The sports almanac is in the car. It's in the car. Yep. Yes. And uh, I don't know how easy, apparently, uh, DeLorean time machines are incredibly easy to operate. Because this old man is just like, he backs into like a dumpster, and then he's, whoop, off to 1955. (laughs) And they come back, and they don't even know this, because they get Jennifer. No, no, they leave Jennifer behind. How does how does this all okay? Hang on, because <laughs> Jennifer's at home. Uh, the daughter, she's in the house, kind of hiding in a closet. Uh, the daughter of their family is also Michael J. Fox. I said that earlier, which is real weird. Yep, Crispin Glover lookalike is hanging upside down. Leah Thompson is acting like a very very old lady. <laughs> Biff somehow has followed them to Hilldale. Hilldale is a shithole. Marty yes. thinks it's nice, but because it was in '85, but now it's like, like this is a bad neighborhood. Yeah, it's like run yeah. down, burned yeah. out. Um, you find out this is Marty is a loser now. He's gotten an accident with a Rolls Royce when somebody called him a chicken, and he was doing all right before that. He hurt his hand, so he can't play guitar anymore because oh, right. he was going to obviously be a rock star. Clearly, mm-hmm. he invented rock and roll. Now he wears two ties. Biff has gotten in the <laughs> DeLorean and backs into a garbage can and flies away. But he also gets the DeLorean back in time that they don't notice. Which, I guess, that makes sense. Smart guy, that Biff. Comes back to the exact right time. Smart guy only when he's old, though. Otherwise, he's real fucking stupid all the time. Yep. But old Biff is uh, doing all right. Since he was nice for a little bit, <laughs> yes. he's able to have some semblance of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, the two tie thing, I found so stupid. I, I just it really you just can't let me. that go, huh? No, I can't. Two ties. Um. So the family's gonna eat, and here's another uh, 
uh, product placement. Pizza Hut. Yes. Pizza Hut is a, they put it in the, also Black and Decker is prominently figured. Yes. Black and Decker food hydrator. I go, all right. They put the tiny pizza in the food hydrator mm-hmm. for four seconds. Comes out. Uh, fully formed pizza. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's pretty impressive stuff. Uh, Marty, actual future Marty, the old man, older man, the 47-year-old man that they portray like he's... <laughs> yeah, like yeah, fifty one foot in the grave. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yes. Like he's fucking sixty five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets a call from Needles, which you uh, was one of the like bully dudes from eighty five. Yeah, in the first movie, who is Flea. Yeah, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Needles is like, oh, you got to do this thing, and Marty. Old Marty is like, I can't do it, Needles. It's illegal. I don't think I should. Well, guess what? You can get Marty McFly to do motherfucking anything. Because you say, what are you? It's a magic phrase. Chicken. Phrase that pays. Yes, sir. Call him a chicken. And he does. And he's like, fine. I'll, put, I'll swipe my card. And he was being set up, apparently, because Needles is a real dick. <laughs> a real needle dick. And uh, Marty swipes his card, and immediately after that, he gets a uh, call from his Japanese boss and is fired from his job. Uh, Yeah, his Japanese boss that barely had a racist uh, Japanese accent, but he did for half the time, and then had no accent, just spoke normal English. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Like, wow, cool. Good that we got that in there. Of course, it was. This was eighty nine. We're still at war with uh, Japan. <laughs> so, <laughs> automobile wars. Well, it's the future. You have to have at least uh, one Japanese guy. It's true. You know, in the eighties. It's true. Good point. Yeah. Um. So, Doc knocks on a window where Jennifer is. And is like, go out the front door. And she's like, there's no knob. It doesn't. The door doesn't work. He's like, oh, use your thumbprint. So she manages to sneak out past old Marty. Puts her thumb on the door. The door opens. But guess who's coming in? Old Jennifer. Yes. They spot each other. And one says, I'm old. And one says, I'm young. Luckily, the universe doesn't end. They both just go right. unconscious. They both, they both pass, pass out. out. Mm-hmm. For an indeterminate amount of time, yep. but the universe did not explode. It did not. Yeah, boy, uh, Elizabeth Shue picked up a paycheck for uh, really just passing out in this movie. Well, apparently Robert Zemeckis didn't even want that character in the movie. And oh, well, it shows. He, he wasn't planning on having on making sequels. He just thought the end of the first Back to the Future was like an open-ended joke. Yeah, kind of. sure. They went away with her in the car, so they had to have her in the car. And basically, he was looking for a way to not have her in the movie. So they, <sighs> That's hilarious. there's a whole explanation of, yeah. So once we go to the alternate eighty-five, things will change all around her. So it doesn't matter if we bring her back to the alternate eighty-five, right? Which we'll find there is. Oh, Spoiler there is. alert. Yep. 
so they're going. Doc's plan now is to take her back to 1985 and destroy the time machine. So they do take her back. That's right, because she's unconscious, and they're gonna they put her on a porch in old 85. Because then they go back to 55, where they have to change. Right. So they do right, take her right, back right. at this point. She's unconscious. Jesus. They do take her back to 85, but something wrong. Oh, I should. No one should ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And they're going to take her back to 85, get her where she needs to go, tell her it was all a dream, and just lie to her for the rest of her life. As one does. And then Doc is going to destroy the time machine. But, it, man, it sure takes them a while. Talk about, Actually, we talk about Biff being oblivious in this movie. Them going back to the now alternate 85 and being like, hmm, I don't remember this uh, dilapidated car in her driveway. Right. That's like fully crushed and like everything is overgrown. They're like, what's going on? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they're back in 85. They're Yeah, they're going to take Jennifer home. Marty's going to go get his brand spanking new truck from his alternate self. I also right. have a problem here. Given the original movie, I think I've even talked about it on this podcast before. <laughs> you, if you are Marty McFly and you went back in time, you come back, your family is now successful, but you grew up as the Marty McFly where your mom was like a drunk and your dad was kind of a loser. And you come back and now your dad is a well-known author and your mom is not a drunk. Yep. Somehow you live in the same house. It's just a nicer neighborhood. The same neighborhood, sure. just nicer. Yeah. You aren't the same Marty. You are. Those aren't your parents. Those are different people. You were not raised. You have no memories of growing up, right? In the same Everything way. before, like yeah. it oh, you have a new truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's your a lot. But there's whole a line there. Is not right. the same. Right. You are a different Marty McFly. The guy that's in the past now. Your entire life experiences did not happen. <laughs> yes, yes. A whole different set did that you don't yes, understand. Yeah. It's a whole <laughs> thing that I think about. I'm like, come on, but you can't. You know, I I got it. Right, you Butter can't better. you can't pull too hard at the no. time travel threads. Yeah, it will fall apart quite quickly. So they leave her on a porch. They're like, yeah, when she wait, she needs to be disoriented. They make a point of saying that, like, we're leaving her on the porch so if she wakes up disoriented, and we can tell her it's all a dream, right? Because we're real because we're because we're, we're a couple of dickheads. <laughs> yeah, a couple of time traveling dickheads. Marty, you can handle it, but she's a woman and she absolutely cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yep. So Marty goes back to his house, and the gate is locked. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Gate's not usually locked. <laughs> There's never been a padlock on the gate before, but I guess you know, it's literally the same time I left. But things have changed. He jumps the fence, and he breaks into what he thinks is his room, and he falls on top of a of a young black girl sleeping in her bed. Oh, yeah. And then she screams a lot, as you would. And dad comes in. And I think dad is dad is uh, dad from Friday, right? 
Is, yes. Is it not? Yes. Because I didn't think that. I've, then at the end, he's like, I was like, whoa, that. what's that guy's name? John uh, Witherspoon? E- yes. I don't know. <laughs> he's a he's a cool actor though, but it's it's kind of a ra- like oh the neighborhood's gone bad, right? And now black people live here. Yes, way to go, Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Dad is a uh, perfectly. Dad is going to beat him to death with a bat, as you would. Yep. If a, if a, in a man, bad neighborhood. If a man came in, and then as they're leaving. He's like, you tell those real estate people they're not getting us to sell. He's like, well, they can't scare us out of here. You think real estate guys are jumping into your daughter's bed in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy yeah. neighborhood as Hilldale become. Yeah. Yikes. So Marty ends up on Mr. Strickland's porch and he finds a newspaper. And it turns out it's Mr. Strickland, who is also the principal in, oh, no, he's not. I'm lying. Uh, but Mr. Strickland in Top Gun, fifty-five, eighty-five, no difference whatsoever. I'm gonna have to inhale. I know exactly where I am. Okay, inhale and exhale. Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Strickland's porch. He gets a newspaper. And then Mr. Strickland comes out with the, in a nightgown with a bulletproof vest over it and a shotgun. Oh, yeah, because he's in the, the bad neighborhood. We're, now we're in the dystopia. Right. We don't know why yet, but we're there. Something has gone wrong. And he threatens to shoot him. He's like, you are the you look like a slacker. He's like, yeah, Mr. Strickland, I'm a slacker. Oh, I'm a fucking slacker. He doesn't say fucking, obviously. I'm fucking slacker. Don't fucking shoot me. And then he gets saved because there's a drive-by of like five dudes with machine guns in yeah. a convertible. Because, man, this world didn't just go wrong. It went real fucking wrong. It went to hell. Oh, yeah. And somehow Biff is the leader of the... Free world? Is that like he he changed the world, or is this just Hill Valley? Hill Valley. It's hard to say, honestly. Well, why Hill Valley is is like is Hill Valley a small town or is a huge city? I don't know. I assume it's a suburb of Los Angeles. It's uh also where Monster Squad took place. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Callback. Everything cool happens in that town. (laughs) Man, I don't think. In Monster Squad, they straight up pretended it was a small town. Yeah. And then showed... The Los Angeles skyline. Yes. <laughs> More Many than once. Times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Los Angeles, too. Yeah. I think that's pretty much what's happening here, also. You can see the Hollywood sign in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Mr. Strickland, man, what did I do? Watch the movie. I did indeed. Uh, so yeah, Marty gets to run away because he lucked out because there was a machine gun drive by. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Strickland called all the guys with machine gun slackers as well, as you do. 
He hates a slacker. He does. And throughout also, all the movies. He says the uh Is he in the third one too? He has to be. Yes, he's in the old west. He's like a yeah, he's like a leader of the community. Of course. Right. Yeah. Um and he mentions that the he says, "No, Mr. Strickland, I'm a slacker. Like you gave me detention." He's like, "The school's been closed for six years, or burned down six years ago, or whatever he fucking says." Right. Like, okay. All right. Which we watched the deleted scene of. Yes. So Marty runs away, and uh, he runs into Red, the homeless guy. I wonder if he's in the third one. Oh, I got to imagine he is. You darn goddamn drunk drivers. And this one, he says, you got darn drunk pedestrian. You're like, ha because he's not driving. Mm, got funny it. stuff. Funny I'm stuff. sure he said something about being drunk on a horse yeah. in the third one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, but you see now, you look up, Marty looks up, and there's a big old building where the courthouse used to be, where the clock tower was. And it's Biff's Pleasure Palace. Yes. And you're like, uh oh. Big picture of Biff. Biff has become yeah. Donald Trump. You very. They even say. Like Atlantic in, City Donald Trump in the 80s is Biff. In the trivia, they say Biff was modeled after Donald Trump. And this was totally before people sense. thought Donald Trump was just a straight up awful person. Yep. Or they did. And they're like, yeah, Biff. Well, if they modeled Biff after him, he was a giant dickhead in this movie. <laughs> yes. They got it spot on. Yeah. So Mar- Marty walks up to the place, and there's it's like the entryway to the Biff Tannen Museum that's part of this uh, Biff's Pleasure Palace. And it essentially explains everything that yeah, It's happened. a real nice plot device yeah. to explain yes. Literally everything. He's like, oh, Biff turned 21 and then won millions of dollars on the first horse race he ever been on. He's the luckiest boy on earth. Yep. Then he started Biffco, and he's one of the most powerful men in the United States. And for some reason, he built his Biff's Pleasure Palace in Hill Valley. He just stayed there. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what Hill Valley looks like as a city. It has a very small down, old downtown. Yeah. And then an enormous Atlantic City style gross casino yeah. resort. People, there's a tank. When Marty rolls up to Biff's Pleasure Palace. I mean, this is how dystopian the world has become because Biff has a hotel in Hill Valley. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> There's bikers everywhere. Uh, we saw the deleted scene where Marty's drunk brother is a <laughs> terrible actor. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, come on, let's go get a drink. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> we get it. The brother has become an alcoholic. As was the mom, and as was, yeah, mom's been an alcoholic in a couple. And Doc, too. Doc drinks throughout the entire movie. Oh, it's Rick and Morty, buddy. <laughs> Model that is. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, they, he has married Lorraine. We learned this also. Biff married Lorraine, who is Marty's so, mom. Seemingly sort of against her will. Yes. Which is, you're like, why, how, how did he? Because George is dead. Yeah, but you'd still marry the guy that was like trying to grab your pussy earlier in the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Trump. It's that a was Trump. like, you're going to be my wife, Lorraine. 
Yeah, it's a real Trump move. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Biff is the is Trump. They make uh, the cronies, the OG cronies from the fifties, are now the eighties cronies, and right. they make they knock Marty on the head and make him go upstairs, where he wakes up in his bed and he thinks, he says, "Mom, mom, is that you?" And yeah. it is his mom, but she's got her old lady she's voice. Got her on. old lady voice. But she's also got big old fake titties she's now. Got big giant fake boobs yep. that are right out there. Mm-hmm. And they're talking, whatever. He's like, Mom, what's going on? He's like, and he keeps asking about his dad. She's like, What? Marty? He's where he's always been in the Oak Glen Cemetery. He's like, What? Uh. He freaks out. And then uh, Biff shows up. And he's like, you're supposed to be in Sweden. So that explains why the current Marty isn't in this future. Oh, I missed that he's at, altogether. He's at boarding school in Sweden. Oh. And Doc Doc has been uh, has been committed. Committed. Yes. He's in the nut house. So they had to have a couple explanations why the other future characters aren't there. Or right. the other past. The other current characters there's so much. They have to have like, these versions of these characters. And at, at a this certain time. point, given the timeline, there would be infinite Martys and infinite Docs. Right. And infinite Jennifers. There would be like <laughs> a whole. Because if you think about the timeline of it, there's like 10 minutes where exponentially there'd just be more and more Martys. <laughs> like they How keep showing up. Like if you think. If every time he. Time travels. That means another one of him exists. Oh right, he's basically every time he jumps somewhere else, he's make he's a new version of him has been made because a new reality is made. With yes, him. it's like a one. Of, it's like an, a, a weird existential. Yes. Like, oh yeah. And if you think about it, that's what's happening. Right. Every time he time travels and one of him is behind, that means he's created an alternate reality where something there could is- be a point where like or <laughs> he's jumped back to 1955 like 10 times and yeah. at some point all 10 of them could meet up right because they're all fucking around <laughs> yes with their little errands that they have to get done so that the other <laughs> yes. one can go do their right. stupid errand exactly go grab a thing or touch something or where especially the get fact- a letter from some other time <laughs> yes. and, and the-, the fact that doc keep keeps making the point of how important it is not to see yourself um, there's better ways to go about this, Doc. If you're such a goddamn genius, <laughs> think yeah. it, think it through. Put on a disguise. I'm a fucking, yeah. Uh, I'm a. I don't deliver. go. You know where you've been. Don't go there. Yes, I deliver beer for a living. Maybe just tell Marty what to do. Right. And don't travel to the future and fuck everything up. And Marty says it's his fault because of the sports almanac. Right. No, no. It's all Doc's fault. Yeah. One hundred percent. He made the fucking time machine. Well, yes. But if you do it once, you can't unmake the time machine. Ever. The time machine will never not exist, even if he destroys it. Mm. What's he going to do? Go back in time in the time machine before he made the time machine? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so, because it's just going to show up again in the future. Yep. Always, because it was there once, so it was there forever. 
I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how all these things uh, shake <laughs> out. Yeah, it's fine. Um. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Marty's supposed to be in Sweden. Uh, Biff calls Marty a butthead like his old man. Marty freaks out. He pushes Lorraine. He's like, you never say that about George McFly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pushes her, and she's going to leave. He's like, Lorraine, if you walk out that door, I'm going to Because that's the only way he talks. Uh, yes, that's... Uh, I got so tired of the Biff character. Oh, dude. There's so many different versions. All so angrily just snarling and screaming. Yes. It's like it's constantly come screaming. On. Yes. There's Enough. no subtlety to the no. character whatsoever. It's so over the top. Because yeah, like, what's this guy's fucking problem? Yeah. You can also be menacing without fucking screaming every line. Yes. All of the time. Right. You can even you can be more menacing and not seem so fucking stupid. Yeah, you don't need to just be screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like a maniac. Yeah. Um all the time. So they made here's the thing that bothered me also. He he pushed Lorraine, he punches Marty in the gut, and he's like, I'll be back in an hour. When I get back here, you better not be. Uh the fucking hooligans made him come upstairs. And right. now he's telling him to leave. Like, what did they fucking want him up there for? Um, Is there a reason? Because he's supposed to be in Sweden, I guess. I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is where I, I said. I just watched a movie, but there's so many different versions of people in different timelines yeah. and different scenes being redone. Oh, this is where I thought. I was like, where the fuck? I, th- I was like, "Where is Doc in this reality?" Like, I was like, "Oh!" And then they do they make up for He's it. They're like, "Oh up. yeah, he yeah. was committed." Okay, for what? We don't know. But B- Biff controls the cops, so we got that. Um, Marty realizes the whole thing is his fault because the Doc meets him at the cemetery and he talks about the sports almanac. How he didn't catch the sports almanac thing when they were doing explaining the whole fucking plot of the movie at the Biff Tannen Museum. I was like, and then he's like, oh, it's my fault. It's all the sports almanac. Doc. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, they said that earlier, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so he goes back to the hotel, and they said, how did the, all this happen? Oh, yeah. They need to find out exactly when it happened, when the sports almanac right, changed Right, so they hands. can fix that. And Marty says, I'll just go ask him. So rather than just asking him, he goes and interrupts him in his hot tub and with two babes. Yes. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, no, Biff, we're going to talk right now. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he tosses the remote in the tub, turns the TV off, and Biff is like, I'm going to fucking kill. Yes. Playing Biff. Yes. And then he's like, we need to talk about Gray's Sports Almanac. And His Biff, eyes turned red like in Teen Wolf, and he goes, I want <laughs> a keg of beer. <laughs> yes. And then Biff went and got him a keg of beer. Mm. And Biff changes his tone suddenly for the for one of the very few times. In the yes, movie. honestly, I think this is the only time he sits and talks like a normal person. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's kind of relieving. You're like, ah, not to hear him be so fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. And it's not it's not long lived because they discuss it, and he does explain everything. He's like, this crazy old man came back and said he was a distant relative, and that he he gave me this almanac and said it's got all the things, and uh, and then uh, he also said a wild eyed old man and a kid were gonna come back and ask you about the almanac. And what you're supposed to do is kill him. <laughs> kill him? No, because he pulled his gun out. He's no, I fun. know. Yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to kill Marty. And then he kind of explains. He's like, just like I killed you. Do McFly's with the same gun. Yeah. are like, okay, Biff. All right. Why did he kill his dad? To get Lorraine, I assume. I guess. Why did he wait? Yeah. What is... Man. He became super successful, and then he decided to kill old George McFly. Yeah, who was also uh, evidently successful. He was, yeah, and what did he still want with Lorraine at this point? Just to win, I guess. Just to have someone to some something to scream about. Yeah, I don't know. Lorraine. Yeah, that's all he's really interested in is screaming. Yes, that is all he does. It he really look for is. any reason <laughs> to just go on a tirade. He also mentions uh, crashing his car at a drag race. Or no, he's he mentions he was he's like it's it was November twelfth, nineteen fifty five, and Marty, who apparently has no brain or self control, he's like November twelfth, nineteen fifty five. He's like that's the day that. Uh, my dad told me that's the day that mm, you crashed into the manure truck or whatever. It's like oh yeah. yeah, smooth Marty, real smooth. They weren't going for subtle subtlety in the Back to the Future movies. Not no, uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. Um, and he does mention Biff said he crashed in a drag race, and Marty says, "I thought you crashed into a manure truck." He's like, "How do you know that? Uh, How do you know that? Yeah. Hey, I'm Casey Ryback. How do you know that?" Yeah, yeah. It's told me someday a wild-eyed scientist and a kid might come asking about the greatest sports almanac. Uh-huh. And and Biff is going to shoot him. They're on the roof. And he's like, they're going to match the bullet from, to your gun. The p- police are. And Biff says, I own the police in this town. I own the police, dickwad. And then Marty jumps off the building. Uh, he also says, they couldn't match the bullet that killed your old man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That's when he said uh, two McFlies with the same gun. Sorry, right. I got ahead of myself. Yeah, Marty jumps off the building, and uh, Biff says something to the effect of, what an idiot. Yes. But then Marty comes floating back up, because there was Doc in the DeLorean. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Uh, and he, bonk, they bonk him on the head with the door of the DeLorean, knock him out, and they realize now they have to go back to 1955 and get the sports almanac from Biff. But they have to think, the old man has to think he succeeded. The old Biff has to think he succeeded right. in giving it to the young Biff. So he goes back to 85. Or no, 2015. Old Biff has to go back to 2015 and think he successfully gave young Biff the sports almanac. Otherwise, right. he wouldn't go back. So he can't right. just take it from old Biff. 
he has to let him think he did it. <laughs> oh, sweet <Marone>. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> gabagool. Yes. Um, and this is where they explain they don't. He's like, what about Jen and Ine? Jennifer and Ine, Doc. He's like, no, the whole future will change around them. They will have no memory It'll of it. It'll transform. And, yeah. Like, Shut okay. up. Quick, yeah. don't ask any more yeah. questions. We don't need to worry about them. <laughs> this movie's not about them, Marty. It's not about them, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> they, got about, uh, uh, they got about uh, four and a half minutes of total screen time. Yep. They're sleeping it off. Yep. So back to 1955, they go. Doc has a suitcase full of money from all different time periods of American dollar bills. And he gives some to Marty and he says, buy something inconspicuous. So he buys a fedora, a leather jacket, and sunglasses. And the Doc is giving him binoculars, which he is now using to spy on young Biff from very near distances. From like (laughs) 18 feet away. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like Biff was literally across the street, and Marty's looking at him, like uh, b- behind a car. Biff is twelve feet away from him, yeah. and, uh, and Biff doesn't see him. <laughs> yes. So as they're spying, we see the Biff the the uh, the aftermath of movie number one. Biff has got his car, all the manure cleaned from his car. Yeah, and it costs three hundred bucks, and he freaks out on the guy. Okay. But then he sees Lorraine walking down the street, and this is where he, like, oh, this guy has some serious mental problem. Right. Get a restraining yeah. order against this Because he guy. tries to lift up her dress, and then he, like, grabs her by the arms, and he's like, you're going to be my wife, Lorraine. Like, you're fucking 18, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? Is that how you treat women? You just scream at them? <laughs> yes. You demand them? I mean, <laughs> yes. That's fun? Yeah. Uh... Guy really doesn't mind yelling in the streets and looking like a complete maniac. That's his that's his go to move in all the movies. It is. It's more so Especially in this, this one. one yeah. yeah. And the net mad dog in the third one, sweet Jesus. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Oh God. Yeah. He's very intense. Uh old Biff has now gotten into young Biff's car. Yes. And he started it. Because only he knows how to start yeah, it. Which only Biff knows how to start it. He's like, I'm the only one that can do that. And the old Biff is like the only is like the only smart version of Biff, right? Um, and they're going. They're driving to Biff's house, and the old man is a very bad driver, crashing into all kinds of shit. And Marty is in the back seat, covered in a blanket. Yes. Yes. And they toss like cans of oil back there. Right in his balls. Neither Biff notices that the back seat of this convertible has a a man in it. Yeah. And they end up in Biff's garage and old Biff explains to young Biff about the sports almanac. And I don't think he believes him. Or maybe it's before they got there, he plays the 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 football game on the radio. Oh no, that's when they get into the garage. He that's plays hilarious. it on the radio, yeah. and he's like, "No, he's like, see, do that, turns off." 
something who who cares, Alex, right? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, and he plays it, and he's like, he hey. plays the game. He's like, here, this is the see, this is what the score yeah. was, and he's like, oh shit. It's, it turns out it's a very close game. That was actually a game that was played on November twelfth, nineteen fifty-five, which oh, is nice. kind of interesting, and that's actually how it panned out. Nice. Yeah. Real life. Yeah. And Biff is like, okay. And he tosses it in the back seat. Although, did you notice that weird effect when he tosses the almanac in the back seat? And it's like kind of blurry. And you're like, what the fuck? It's because they have the two of the same actors in the same. And then the next thing you know, uh, old Biff is holding the almanac. And you're like, he just threw it in the back seat. That's right. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Um, and. So now he's he's like keep it in your back pocket like this. Well, he folds it up, and he's got it. So presumably, old Biff is now going to go back to mission accomplished. Back to the future, right? Yes, which we assume he does. But Marty is now locked in the garage. And by the way, these are the world's best walkie talkies. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember having walkie talkies as a kid? Yes, for sure. Uh, once you got like. I don't know, a hundred yards apart. They did not work anymore. No, that's it. That, those, <laughs> yeah. and those are like the good ones. The really that good ones. The rich like, kids have. Oh, my dad got us like these fucking industrial walkie talkies. Oh, yeah. And these were like little plastic package. Right. Like we can talk all over town yeah. all day. No, these are like yeah. for like you're in the basement and grandma's upstairs. Yeah. Yes. That's what they're for. Not ba- you know, basic cell phones. Mm. But I suppose, I, yeah, that was uh, a thing that I noticed. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marty's locked in the garage. Okay. But he does, they get back in the car, young Biff does, to go to the dance. And Marty's still in the back seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're driving. Still hasn't noticed. Because Marty had told Doc to come to the garage to let him out. But now Biff has got back in the car and is driving away with the almanac. And Marty's got back in the back seat. Right. Biff is the, the you said it, the most oblivious driver that has ever lived of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets way worse, though. Mm-hmm. Way worse. We'll so they're going to the dance, presumably, and... Marty's like talking on the walkie-talkie in the back seat while Biff is driving, and for some reason to talk on the walkie-talkie, he has to like lean out of the back of the car a little bit. You're like, what? Why? It doesn't make any sense. The whole talking on the walkie-talkie at all doesn't make any sense. Like Biff could reach around and touch Marty. That's how close they are. Yes. And Biff is listening to the radio, and when Marty talks on the walkie-talkie, he's like. He looks around, but never what looks in the rear view what mirror. What do I? It sounds like someone is right behind me in my car. Mm-hmm. Huh. But he doesn't really investigate it, though. No, he does not. Don't worry about it. Well, you know. Uh, and this after after this, this is where Doc, after explaining to Marty how important it is several times that no one sees each other, Doc went to exactly where he knew he would be OG doc is working on right. the OG DeLorean <laughs> and I was like well I why did he do this do you have an answer because I fucking know we already talked about it but 
No. It didn't make any sense at all. And then, of course, old Doc talks to new Doc, and new Doc doesn't face old Doc. Apparently, also, in the original movie, there was a guy wearing those exact clothes walking away, and it worked out, like, pretty great. Oh, really? Yeah, because they had no intention of that. But <laughs> there's somebody in the background, so they had the doc wear clothes that match that exactly. Like a that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so they they go to the dance, the midnight under the sea dance, isn't? Or they so chant- crazy that they recreated all these scenes. Oh, the encha- I thought that they used old scenes, but no, because they do it from different, different angles. angles. Yeah, 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 yeah. The enchantment under the sea dance. Yep. So they have to recreate a shitload of all of this. Um, and they pour, you see them pouring booze. Marty is walking around in his, like, costume at the dance that other Marty is at. Right, this is what I'm talking about. Using binoculars the Marty's 12 feet away. <laughs> yes. This part with the binoculars is even worse than the previous part with the binoculars. <laughs> here's what here's what Marty could have done. All right, here's here's the trick. So we said before, if he's if he jumps to another time, he's basically replicating himself anytime. So what he should do is be like, okay, I'm just gonna make a bunch of myself. All right. So it's ten o'clock. Every minute, I'm gonna make a new me. I'm gonna jump. Yeah. And so that. <laughs> By ten fifteen, there's fifteen. I've jumped fifteen times. Yeah, and then the, I, I'm gonna tell all of them that, to meet me at ten thirty, at some other place. So then all all those all those instances all meet up, and then there's like a group of like ten Martys that <laughs> all go to that dance and they beat Biff to death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Bill and Ted it a little bit. Yes, yeah, yes. Mm, that like trope, that. that Bill and Ted trope, is much more clever than anything that happens in Back to the Future. I think. Yeah. Like, remember this? <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah, because that's yeah. what you would tell it's yourself. So funny. Yes. And they don't eat. Yeah. Not all the shit that they go through here. Also, of forcing things to happen and only to make them worse. Why would it matter if old Marty met new Marty? In the 1955, be like, no, we're both time travelers. It's like, oh look, oh no, we're doing more of this or whatever. Yeah, and also we can't, we're not really the same person anymore. We are two different people. We are divergent now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are divergent now. We're going to go on and live our lives. <laughs> yes, and that means there's also another. <coughs> Every time we've ever gone to, there's another version of us. Every time he time travels, he creates. Another one of himself, because another one of him still exists somewhere else. Wouldn't they end up collapsing onto each other? I don't know. It's pretty weird. I you ever I, seen the one? The one. with Jet Li? No. Oh, is it a like, time travel movie? No, but there's. I didn't think so. There's different. There's parallel universes. Oh, and so the one. That's, whenever, isn't that a terrible movie? No, I. I. I mean, it's a. It's a kung fu movie with a sci-fi premise so it's like it's pretty fun <laughs> lots of running down space hallways and, and kicking. no it's if you kill one of your versions in a parallel universe the every other version gets stronger 
So he becomes the one version of himself from all these parallel universes. Oh, he ver- beat them all, basically. He doesn't. Other, they want him dead, but then he ends up being the one, the only one of him. So he's like the most powerful version of himself oh, he could possibly. Oh, it's it. a fun movie. Delroy Lindo's in it. Uh, uh, Jason Statham is in it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. It's a little B kung fu sci fi movie that's fun to watch. I haven't seen it in a long time though. We heard that come out nineteen ninety seven, probably eight, yeah. maybe. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> the one. Yes. Um, I don't think I've ever seen any Jet Li movies. Kiss of the Dragon. It's a good fucking movie, bro. The one with DMX. <laughs> <laughs> I, forget, just, I forget what it's just called. Just listen to what you just said. Yeah. Kiss uh, of the Dragon is not the one the with one DMX. The one came out in 2000. Oh, okay. The one with DMX. Oh, boy. Let me think if I can. Blood? The... I don't oh, know. boy. He's been steady making movies for all this time also. He looks bad now. <laughs> he was in something recently. He's like, he got sick. Cancer or something. Oh, I'm just yeah. la- laughing like No, that. no, yeah, he doesn't look good. Uh, cradle to the Grave. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to love the way you look. <laughs> oh, Ranch Andes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time in the podcast where it devolves into another Ranch Andes laugh-a-thon. Mm-hmm. Black Mask. Hitman. Oh, yeah, he's in Lethal Weapon. Three. No, no, four. Uh, sure. Four. Yeah. Romeo Mustache. That was a decent movie. All, they're all like, they're B fucking kung fu movies. Yeah, America got really hyped up with the kung fu parkour, like yeah. Jackie Chan movies. Who was the fat who was the fat guy that was Chow like, Yun Fat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think it was. Chow Yun Fat is a different guy. Chow Yun Fat was in uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. The fat that guy was, was in the TV show with yeah. Don Johnson. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> but that's not him? No. Oh, man. What was that show called? Well, I can, I can find Don Johnson. Or was it with Arsenio Hall or some weird... Because Don Johnson was in the show with Cheech Marin. Uh, that's true. I think it was with like Arsenio Hall. For real. Um... Hold on, I'm on Don Johnson right now. I'm going down that. I don't think it... Arsenio Hall? I I don't know if it was Arsenio Hall, but I feel like it was definitely... <laughs> I don't think it was Don Johnson. Because Don Johnson was in Nash Bridges with with Cheech Marin. Yeah, yeah that, I'm looking at that <laughs> yeah, right now. Yes. Yeah, that was 96. Yes. The other show... Uh, what was that fucking dude? Oh, name? you know what? I think I'm man. I think you're right. Yes. Now I, I just I think you're right. Yeah. I just got a flash of it in my head for a second there. Hold on. Hold please. Hold on. All right. So we had a show. <laughs> uh, starring Arsenio Hall. <laughs> it was only on for two years. 
And it also starred <laughs> Sammo. Sammo Hung. Hung. <laughs> yes, yes. It uh, was not. What was it called? Uh, it was called Martial Law. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Good it job. Was, yeah. Well, I didn't. I said I fully got Chow confused Young with fat. Nash Bridges. <laughs> yeah. Chow Yun Fat is in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. He's not fat. Chow Yun Fat is a good a- actor. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was in that OG, that hard boiled or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the very the end of the nineties. There, we got really into all that shit. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What's the what's Chris Tucker movie? Rush Hour. Rush Hour. One, two. Oh. Three. I hear they're making another one. I hear that also. <laughs> yes. Yikes. All so right. <laughs> Samo Hung comes in, and uh, it would be man if only his name was Chow Yun Fat. <laughs> I wish his name was Samo Fat because then it'd be perfect. <laughs> and he—it's not that he was that or like a big fat guy, but he was like supposed to be this, you know, he's jet, a, jet Li character, a great martial artist. But he's built like me, basically. Yeah. It's like no. much shorter. Yeah, much. Very stocky dude. Yes, yes. He's a great big fat guy like me. <laughs> but it was just, it was an odd choice, uh, especially when you see Jet Li running around. Yeah. And shit like that. But, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, so we're at the dance, and you see the the crew of Biff and his boys dumping a bunch of liquor. They're They're spiking the punch. Yeah, he's looking at them through his binoculars, even though they're eight feet away from him. Yeah, in his fucking spy outfit at a dance, wearing a leather jacket and a fedora. Yeah, where no one seems, to, and he's also currently the most popular kid in school. <laughs> yeah, hey, the most popular kid in school is uh about to play on stage. And yeah, he's also lurking around in the crowd. <laughs> yes, but no one can understand that because if you wear a fedora and a black leather biker jacket, you're Basically, hey, you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, there we end up outside where uh, Mr. Strickland catches up with Biff. Yes, and he's like, "You punk, you slacker, or whatever he says." He's like, "Is that liquor I smell on your breath?" And he takes Biff's sports almanac and walks away with it. And Biff actually just. Once the sports almanac, yeah, is I think really he doesn't care. Yeah. He just walks away. But Marty witnessed this because he had just again almost reached and grabbed it out of his pocket moments yeah. before. Another, oh yeah, another, another close reach, reach, missed. So much reaching in this, so very much, and no one can hear Marty McFly when he's a foot away from you. It's a magical no. thing. Oh no, walk. they always hear a little something. Yeah, what? Huh? Uh-huh. What? 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 Uh, what? What? <laughs> yeah, and they look around, and no one. Biff even looks around when he's in the back seat of his fucking car. He Biff even looks around when there's a fucking flying car ten feet above him. Right. <laughs> yes. It just doesn't notice. We're not there yet. It's fine. So Marty follows Mr. Strickland into his office, 
Uh, and he almost once again reaches for the almanac. Alm- hand touches it. Yes. Mr. Strinklin leans his seat back into the table and is smashing Marty's hand. Yeah. And Marty is screaming silently underneath the table. If someone is under a little desk in front of me, I can feel their presence. Yes. Let alone, I mean. And if they're under a little desk in front of me, they better have brought me some presents. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, (laughs) uh, George in the background. I don't know. Oh, yeah. In the background of Mr. Strickland's office, George McFly is repeating another scene from movie one. Oh, yes. Get your goddamn hands off her. Get your fucking hands off her, Biff. And he knocks Biff out. And now George is the most popular kid in school. Doesn't matter. Though. Was Marty on the walkie-talkie at that point, being like, "Hey, Doc, I messed up. I can't. I gotta find yeah, Biff." Because Mr. Strickland, no, no, he get he gets the almanac back because Mr. Strickland like leaves the room. Oh yeah, or something. And Marty does get the almanac back from the room, but but it's, it's, it's the ooh la la. Yeah, it's, it's the, the porno. Man. It's only the cover from the sports almanac. Yeah. yeah, right. And that's when he gets on the walkie-talkie. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I screwed I gotta, up, Doc. Yeah, it's I got to figure out where Biff is, and Biff he still has it. The yeah. scene is happening behind him, where Biff is trying to rape his mom. Yeah, behind him. Yes, and then Marty goes outside to witness this again. He like stand, stands there and watches. Yeah, he's but trying, I suppose Biff is there, so he's got to. He's just trying to get the magazine at this yeah. point because he knows nineteen fifty five. And Biff goes down and. Uh, George and Lorraine go back into the dance, and Marty McFly goes up to f- knocked out Biff, another knocked out person. Yep. This is, I don't know how many times so far in this movie that people have been knocked out. Like the 18th. I don't know. I wonder if pe- more people get knocked out or if Marty reaches for stuff more. It's hard to say. Better question. What happens more in this movie? People getting knocked out or people time traveling? People getting knocked out. Yes, it edges time traveling by yes. a few points. <clears throat> so this movie should be called Back to Getting Knocked Out. <laughs> or just knocked yes. out. Yeah. Coma. Comatose. <laughs> yes. Bullshit knockout. plot device. Knockout two. Not nearly as many people get knocked out in the first one, but it does still happen several times. <laughs> it's do- yes, it does. And it's yeah. always important. Yeah. So after Biff gets knocked out by George, Marty goes over him. He's like, no, I know CPR, and it's the 50s, so they don't know what CPR is. And they say, what's CPR? And Marty, Biff starts waking up, and Marty punches him in the face. Knocks him out again. Right back out he goes. Yep. And he, the almanac is in his pocket of his jacket, and he takes it. So we're on a roll, baby. Finally, he's got the fucking almanac back. Uh, he runs into the cronies, though, the toadies of yeah. Biff. And he does the old, uh, what's over there? And knocks all three of them over like bowling pins Yes, for the 
third time in this movie. Right. This movie is pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> it really is. People who think two is better than one. People one, who think two is one was one. like something you hadn't seen before. Yes. And two it was, is like yes. a worse version. It's it just rehab. It's just going around in the same kind of cycle of rehash. Yeah. And so much of it is. I, I get it. Robert Zemeckis is always trying to do some fancy shit. And he really did. Because when you think about the logistics of yeah. this movie, recreating all these scenes from different angles yeah, is pretty neat. It, it is. Yeah, it is. But it, it's all it also I makes really for like a that. pretty stupid movie. Although it's still... I still enjoyed it, I guess. But... Yeah, it's I like, basically what are you... was like, wow, this is... Uh, um, I don't... I'm done with this. And not only is it a bunch of it rehashing actual scenes from the first movie, it's rehashing scenes from the first movie in the future. Yes. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're just sort of like re you just kind of re going around the yeah. world, the the wheel here with the same story. Oh, whoops, you gotta go back and fix this. Okay, you go back and fix it. But whoops, that's also got messed up. But you just had to do it a bunch that. more times in right. this one. That's got more and more copies see, of himself. I think I like Back to the Future three better than two. I haven't seen number three in its entirety in a long time, but I remember not really loving it when it first came out. Too. I think as a grown ass man, three is better than two. Huh. I'd have to watch it again, but at least three. There's not so much over here and over here, and there there's. The different Marty, and there's this Marty, and there's that Marty, this Doc, and that Doc, and that Jennifer, and this Jennifer, and this Lorraine, and that Lorraine, and this Lorraine, and this Biff, and that Biff, and that Biff. Right. It's more like we go back to the 1800s. We're the, there. The DeLorean doesn't work, and we got to figure some shit out to make the DeLorean work again. Doc falls in love with an old time Mary Steenburgen. Yep. And yeah. I think I prefer three to two. Even though when I was a kid, I loved the future parts of two. Yeah, I did too as a kid, and and that's probably why I don't like it anymore. I'm like, as an adult, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great, but... Also, as a kid, I wanted it... You think it's all going to be in the future. We already said this. And it's mostly back in 1955. And alternate dystopian 85. It... Re-hash it also begs the question, Dystopian 85, We I already asked this, I'm sorry, but is Dystopian 85, is that all, is the whole country fucked up like this, or just, just Hill Valley? Yeah. And also, why the fuck would you keep living in Hill Valley if it's this goddamn horrible, where there's tanks on the streets and shit, but why do people people keep living in Flint? So, yeah, something, something bad has happened, I th- think, everywhere. Yeah. But we never really get a good idea of the size or shape of Hill Valley. Right. <laughs> oh, responding to a text message. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. Da 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 da. Um, 
So anyway, he knocks all those dudes over, and now they're after him. So the timeline has changed once again because they go inside. He hides under a table. But all the toady dudes see Marty on stage, and they're like, how do he change his clothes so fast? Why is he on stage? But they're going to jump him now as soon as he gets off stage. They're waiting off stage. They can't wait to beat him up. Which means he won't make it to the OG return to the future but why does it matter because he's already there because they're different marty's bro it doesn't matter <laughs> ranch handy yes ranch handies you're gonna like the way you look uh, <laughs> yes um so yeah they're if they jump him it could cause another time paradox that could destroy the universe uh, more reaching for stuff. He's got to reach for now. He's got to reach for a rope because he's climbed. He's gotten onto the stage, and he's climbed onto the scaffolding, the yep. light, the light fixture thing. And he has to reach for the weight, the sandbags yep. that are inexplicably hanging there. Apparently, not holding anything up because once he drops them, nothing else falls. Nope. Just those. They just hit those guys on the <laughs> yeah. head, and knock them out. Hit those guys on the head and knock them out once again. Dudes knocked out, but they start they start <laughs> Dudes getting knocked out. They start getting up pretty quick. So what does Marty do? He goes down, lifts the sandbags up again, and yep. drops them one more time. Second drop, he's like, "We're good now. This Marty is okay. We can yep. go. We can go do what we need to do, which is get." the almanac back from Biff. Which is go to the Marty and kill him so that then he becomes the Marty. The Marty. <laughs> That's going to be Back to the Future 4. It's like the Santa Claus and... and we and killed too many back Martys. Now he has Parkinson. Oh, Marone. <laughs> Marone. All that time travel. Yeah. I had to say something horrible. Well, of some course. Point. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's been completely without this entire <laughs> podcast. So. Been, we've been fairly, thing. fairly mundane. Good so thing far. you got it in there. <laughs> Good thing. Uh, mm. Yes. Uh, oh. Yeah. Marty gets in the time machine and goes back home. The end. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I know. So Marty, as new Marty leaves the dance, he goes outside and guess who catches up to him? Biff. Oh, fuck. And guess what Biff does? He calls him a chicken. And you're like, oh, fuck. But guess what? Biff doesn't knock him out because there's another knockout coming already. Another one uh, coming right down the Marty pipe. Marty knocks Marty out because he ju- he runs out the door right. after talking to Lorraine, and he knocks Marty out. How Biff doesn't grab old Marty? Uh, uh, how much sense does this make <laughs> listening to it as a podcast? That's probably <laughs> annoying, actually. I, 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 it's true, though, because we're de- dealing with the same characters at different times yeah. interacting at the same time. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Marty knocks old, the oldest Marty knocks out new Marty, and Biff gets his almanac back. So now it's time to hoverboard with Biff, because yep. he meets up with Doc, and we like we got to chase Biff down, 
And Marty's like, just drop the DeLorean on top of his car and we'll get the almanac back. Uh. And I think Doc is like, this is a DeLorean and that is a 1950 Buick or whatever he says. It's right. it's not going to work. <laughs> like, it will fuck the DeLorean up too much. Right. <clears throat> so they get they hover above him and then about they, 10 feet above him yeah. he does not notice nope. he's in a convertible no nope. he does hear something looks around huh but only like what and then not above him but like literally as close behind him as they can possibly get so marty can hoverboard up right and grab onto biff's car which he does <laughs> And there's a lot more reaching going on. (laughs) And Biff sees him eventually. It takes a long time, but he does. Because Marty opens the car door. Yeah, because here's what happens. So, uh, a bivious bliff. bliff, A bivious bliff. A bivious bliff would be a good album name. Marty rolls up next to him with a hoverboard. And he opens the back door to, like, slowly then grab... Or no, it's the front seat. It's a it's a door on the other side. It's only two doors. Yeah. Opens the door on the other side and and is gonna somehow just grab the almanac because it's on the it's on the the passenger seat. There's sure, so many t- there's so many times in this movie where it's like if you just fucking grab it and run away and hurry the fuck up, right? You did it. Grab it, run away, and just start ripping it up as you run yeah. or something. Or just run the fuck away and get in the other goddamn time machine. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Couldn't you then also have, uh, uh, like infinite an an infinite supply of time machines? Yes. Of DeLoreans. Absolutely. There's two in this current, in this timeline right now. Because there's the one that doesn't work and the one that does. <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> There's two Docs, two Martys. Yeah, well, which think- also means at every time period for the rest of his life. Yeah, there's a bunch of Martys. What do they do when they come back together? Like when the other Marty, other. when the other Marty leaves in the first one, and the past Marty comes back right before the other Marty leaves. <laughs> so he's back. Eventually, other Marty comes back. Who is a different per- one altogether? But they're two Martys in the same time, right? There you go. <laughs> mm, stomp, baby! <laughs> the new Broadway show. Yes. Um. So Marty does get the almanac back after a bunch of re- No, no, it's on the hood of the car. And at this point, Marvy, 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 Marvy and Bliff, <laughs> Marvy and Bliff, Marvy and Bliff. Sure. <laughs> As Mar- Marty is uh, hovering around the car, and Biff is like, "Oh, time has come uh, for me to try to murder you once again." Yeah. Which Biff is has no problem would murder no it's like his number one operative like someone makes someone inconvenience you inconveniences you time to murder them yep violently and loudly (laughs) yep uh but marty does get the almanac back and he's at the end of a tunnel or no he's in mid tunnel early tunnel and biff is at the end now 
And this is after Biff has tried to ram him off the side and do all this other shit. And Biff is facing him, and you see the clutch, the gas. Biff drops the clutch, gas full on, peels out. And Marty is on his hoverboard, barely able to move. But for some reason, it takes... Yeah, a Biff would have run him over in, in a matter of seconds. Yes. But this is a, an excruciatingly long pulled out scene. Yes, and it takes a very long time for Biff to even get close to yes. Marty. Yes, very dramatic. Luckily, Doc is at the end of the tunnel, and he's lowered the flags, like these all these this rope of flags yep. that people use for like selling cars and shit, you know? Yeah, I got stuck on Real estate. And uh, Marty grabs it. Gets pulled up. They've got the almanac. Shit's fine. Here's what I say. Why Except do you, you Biff, fly? Who goes, speaking of shit. Oh, yeah. Goes right back. Into right back it. into a truck full of manure. They're everywhere. Yeah. they Hill Valley has a lot of manure trucks. They probably time travel, too, and that's why there's so many of them. Yep. Just, they're all over the place. Yep. And, yeah, he gets, and he goes, I hate Manure. Okay, we got it, Biff. Uh, so rather than pulling Marty back into the DeLorean and just getting the fuck out of there, they go back to the sign, the real estate sign. Oh, yeah. And they, like, set Marty down slowly, but the lightning storm has begun. Lightning strikes the DeLorean. It disappears, and for some reason there's, like, a 99 in the air. It was very... Did you notice that? Yeah, the trivia just says, both just like a, like a twisted... Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so Doc is gone, and Marty thinks he's trapped. Which... Why was he putting him down, though, anyways? Why did they just take off from that point? I can't remember. Why didn't you just fucking... Yeah, there's so many questions, really. Uh, so now Doc is gone, and, and Marty's like, what the fuck? Doc is gone. It starts. It's raining really hard. And here comes a car. With Joe Flaherty in it. <laughs> and yep. he's like, Marty McFly, we've got a letter for you. Like, we're supposed to. And he's like, what? Huh? Yeah, it's me. He's Pouring like, down right Yeah. It's from 70 years ago. Hold on, and he's just 70 years. holding the envelope out in the rain. A seven-year-old letter. Getting soaked. He hands it to Marty. And it's from Doc. And Doc is like, oh, I'm in the 18-whatever. I've been boning Mary the Steen Virgin for yes. the last eight months, and I'm loving life. <laughs> yes. Thought I'd drop you a line and be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, I have to send several thousand dollars with this so that the uh, Western Union will ho hold on to this letter and deliver it to you in 70 years. Whatever. Yeah. And then they have the exact time, the exact moment, the exact spot to drop this letter off because yeah. Doc knew where the fucking That's DeLorean he's disappeared. He's good at that. Um, movie over. It ends very abruptly and then shows a significant chunk of the next movie. Yeah, that is, that's true. It is movie over at that point, isn't yes. it? it uh, yeah, this movie, from a like a standalone movie standpoint, it, it, can't exist no anyway i mean they do saw like the thing the paper goes back to normal and like all the shit goes back to normal george yeah, mcfly but... isn't murdered he's receives an award and like 
For yeah, writing. yeah, George. So you're like, killed. okay, so, they solved so this they, chunk of it, right? But it is, it begins very abruptly and ends very abruptly. It does end very abruptly, and you're like, whoa! You're like, I'm like, oh wait, this is this how's is he going right? to get back? Yeah, and the, they don't even. And then I've tried to remember how they do how he does end up in the 1800s in the third movie, and I'm like, I have no. They're also in the 50s for part of the third movie. I have no fucking recollection. This of can't how that stay goes. out of the fifties. I'm obsessed with it. It's an, it's the lamest part of it. I feel like. Just imagine. Okay, Not in the first one because you hadn't seen it before. Im- imagine if you were Doc Brown and you invent a time machine, and then like shenanigans happen. So, for you, if you invent it, you're like, okay, good, it's done. And then would you just immediately start getting visited by yourself and? different with different problems trying to fix them well, that's what if you like watch just, if like, you watch rick and morty they get they delve into all this oh shit. really oh yeah, yeah have I, you ever I, watched it just some not oh i need they to, get, there's I like need infinite to. mortys and infinite ricks and some of them are terrible and some are good and but yeah it's that's funny kind of, at one point morty has to bury himself after he's been murdered and like he after he murdered himself he has to bury himself to continue his own life in a certain timeline and it's like oh shit jesus it's very funny though i mean it's so it's so smart it's beyond its own fucking so clever i guess maybe not but yeah that's what it's I fun heard. i really enjoy it but like a, i would enjoy that more than this movie oh yeah i i like Rick and Morty more than I think it's not cool to publicly say you like Rick and Morty anymore because it's like it's like a Bernie bro or something. Oh, people are over yeah. it. Whatever. They're not over it. No one's over it. But it's like to. It's not cool to. Well, I'm over like, this movie. I'm over. Back me too. To I'm glad we made too. it through. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, this I I I was excited to watch this because I had not seen it in so long. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun, but this was not fun to watch. No, for me, I, I, it was uh, some parts where I'm like, oh yeah, I, I remember the the Jaws sign and the hoverboard, and there were parts where I I was happy to see it again, but a lot of it was just like screaming Biff and unlikable characters. Screaming like, Biff oh, is like too it's much. So much of the movie. I forget. Lorraine! I forgot <gasps> that where every moment he's speaking, he's fucking screaming, and you're like, no, there's no subtlety to this character yeah, whatsoever. It's just, and I'm sorry, Tom Wilson, you got to be famous from these movies, but there's a reason you didn't get to be in other movies. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's Robert Zemeckis's fault for directing you this way, but yeah, God damn, you're pretty much pretty one noted there with the screams. Oh, oh. oh hey. <laughs> That's what he said all the time in the movie. Yeah. Maroon. This is this is a bit of a childhood ruiner, honestly, because I was expecting to really enjoy this, and I really didn't overall. I had watched it recently, and I I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah, it was stupid. But I still, mm. also the way they act when they're old, like putting on the old voice. Like, oh, yeah, Marty. Especially Leah this- Thompson and fucking Michael J. Like, oh, Marty. I remember how it, it is. Was, when this came out, I remember it was a big deal. Their aging makeup. I think yeah. this was one of the first movies that did, like, the full latex face makeup to make people look Yes. Older. Did you read uh, the trivia? The reason they have, they 
when they go to the future and Doc takes his face off and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, and he's got like the old makeup on, and right. then he pulls it off and he looks pretty much exactly the same, but right. without the old makeup. Right. And he's like, it took forty years off my life, Marty, and that's because he didn't want to wear the old makeup. Uh, he got the rejuvenation. That's funny. He got the rejuvenation treatment. To take forty years off his life, and they it's like only, good. I just saved myself fucking hours of makeup. They only do that, yeah, because Christopher Lloyd was like, "Could I not do that?" Right, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yes. I'd rather because not. it's also barely noticed. I mean, he does. Oh yeah, I know. He I, does look older with the makeup on, but it's also like the difference yeah, is negligible. I, yeah, I noticed it in that moment. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's uh yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um. Huh. Yeah. I. Uh, I think I'm done with this movie. I don't need to see this one again. I, I am interested in seeing three now. I. I like three better than two. I can't. I just don't remember. I think that will be a complete thing story that people will say you like three better than two. It's more of a. It's a whole movie. Right. For one, and two is just not. Two is not a whole movie, and it's not. It's just like here we are, and here we are, and here we are. But right. also, fifty percent the fifties, this weird dystopian Hill Valley, and twenty fifteen for twenty minutes. Right. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Well, there you go, Chicharones. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. What? What? <laughs> hey, dudes. Remember the princesses. <laughs> what? You'll know, think, dude. Dude, this gives me more ammo for Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted is a more clever movie than Back to the Future 2. Boy, long, Bill and Ted yes. is pretty fucking clever. The end sequence. I think we need to do Bogus Journey at some point. Oh, yeah. Boy, I'm, that's another one that I have not seen. Because you felt, I feel like time. you were like, no, Bill and Ted was kind of a child ruiner for you. But you also didn't have the love for it that I did to begin I with. I thought I did. I really thought I did. <laughs> and I, 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 feel, I, liked I, feel liked, I, I feel like I liked Bill and Ted more than I liked this. this. I wasn't mad at this movie. I just didn't really enjoy it like I thought I re- was really going to. It was a letdown. Yeah. Big time. Hmm. I, uh. Big yeah. time. Big time. You're going to like the way you look. Ranch handies. <laughs> Whoa. I really am. Uh, you can tell I'm tired because I can talk I know. Like me this. too. It's at the end of the podcast. We have the end of our podcast voice, which sounds mm. something like this. Hey. We're professional voiceover artists. We can sell all of your items. Sam with sell. Wiki. <laughs> Turn yourself over to the Decepticons. Turn yourself over to the ranch handies. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, best line of the podcast, and it's people are done listening long ago. Turn uh, I'll, your... I'll put that one on top. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Turn yourself over for the ranch handies. <laughs> <laughs> Turn yourself over. For the ranch handies. <laughs> You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> You're going to like the way I look and when I'm giving you a ranch handy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, that was a sleepy time podcast, and you're not no podcast juice for you. Yeah, I know. No less, podcast juice for less me. for me than usual. And yep. I had a very rough evening last night, but we have good podcast voices. But but our voices. Yes. Oh, oh. In a world mm. where ranch handies run free. <laughs> Cheat your own. I don't know why I think the word ranch handies is so funny, but I'll think of it like throughout the week when I'm doing whatever. I'll say ranch handies. <laughs> makes me laugh. Yeah. It's a stupid word. Cheat your owns know that though. I yeah. gotta tell you guys. No. Um. I don't know. Do we have anything to say? Nope. We sure don't. All right. What's your name? My name is Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain. And this has been. Let's ruin our childhood. Let's ruin our childhood. Uh, That's the end. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.